oh, that was too loud. <laughs> podcast where we're not just talking about mkdt shows we're talking about dance as a whole the wider industry yeah the wider industry and as you can probably see this isn't the only change because you can see a change you can see us if you're watching on youtube that is or on facebook if you're still listening to us hello welcome back you can hear our lovely voices again if you are (laughs) watching us on youtube or on anywhere you can see us this is what we look like I'm Danny and I'm Fiona. Yes, <laughs> we're finally putting faces to voices. Yeah, Woo. lovely to see you guys. Yeah, nice work. And we're in a studio. Well, our makeshift, our makeshift yeah. setup. <laughs> now that you can see us, make sure that you hit that subscribe button for all of my YouTube viewers out there. Or <laughs> um, if you're on Facebook, make sure that you give us a follow. And if you don't, well, then you have bad turns for the rest of the week. That's what I've decided. That's so rude. I'm placing a curse on you. You have. So rude. You will feel your I'm left really side. Sorry. <laughs> like, you will fall off your on your left side every single time you go for a turn. I do apologise. As if that wasn't hard enough already. I know. <laughs> Why? I felt cruel. So mean. I felt cruel. Why not? Why After not? a long day of rehearsals, uh, <laughs> evil Danny has been unleashed. Do you know what? A little bit of backstage law me and Fiona did like a practice camera run of the pod because yeah. we are both awful on camera no. <laughs> for real it was it was rough it was rough it was, it was a trial but here we are today here hopefully improving um we'll yeah. see as we go along if that gets any better <laughs> there was a point that came up in that mock episode yeah. where it was like Danny can be like she looks so mean on stage, but she's really lovely. And then I come up with stuff like this. <laughs> then I come no, up with real. cursing your turns. I had to encourage like the people that had only just met Danny when she was playing like more of an evil character, if you will, that she wasn't actually like that. They were like, "Oh my gosh, she's so scary." No, she's not. It's okay. It's gonna be fine. You know, bless them. <laughs> bless them. I was I like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Genuinely, when you told me that, I was pretty mortified that people genuinely no, thought I was like that. You're just too good at playing a character. That's the issue. <laughs> you're too good. Oh, I wouldn't say too good. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. You embody the whole thing, head to head to foot, like a new a new person. I feel like that's just yeah. when you've got a lot of anger inside that you can just like really put it into a mm. character when you're being an evil mm. character. It's like you set me homework on a Friday. Bang! Like, <laughs> well, things like that. Or you read, like, you ate my last chocolate roll. That really annoys me at home. Like, my mum buys these, like, cinnamon swirls. I love these cinnamon swirls. She comes storming into the room the other day. She goes, Who ate the cinnamon swirl? And I was like, it was, and She was like, It was you. And I was like, It's not me. It's not me. And then, <laughs> and then, and then my dad went, It was me. <laughs> to dry with my mum <laughs> and I was like chill it's a cinnamon swirl <laughs> anyway translation to that from cinnamon swirls to my characters yeah there we go yeah. <laughs> where, where did you imbue your impetus from cinnamon swirls cinnamon, cinnamon swirls but to bring us on to what we're actually doing for the new season because yeah. you're going to be like you haven't got themes to talk about you haven't got a co- hold on 
<laughs> Give it one moment. So what, I understand that, yeah, throughout the other series of the podcast you've seen, they're like themed um, around the production that we're working on at the time. So Into the Crypt, Romeo and Juliet, you know? Yeah. We are beginning Fields of Cupid rehearsals. Tickets are already out. Oh! Oh, so um, head to that MKDT website. Yes, please. It's linked in the Instagram. Of Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> Fields of Cupid has has begun, um, and we are running this alongside. There will be Fields of Cupid content. Don't you worry. Yes, but we're going to like think more about the dance industry as a whole and the performing arts industry, like as a wider concept. Yeah. So pretty much what we're going to do is we have a question or. Mm. I've come up with a question and we're going to work together to answer it. We're going to invite some people on to answer it. I think it's time I introduce to you the topic of our episode. The theme. Ooh. The question that we are basing this episode around. So, my question to you, Fiona, is... Oh, goodness. What does it take to be a better dancer? It's a toughie. I thought, well, we've got to start interesting. We've got to start interesting. We can't go in with the can you do a whip nay nay right at the first episode. Sorry, that was so cringe. That's, okay. It's a violation. <laughs> can we, okay, I'm happy with that. <laughs> can we cut that, please? Please. <laughs> cut it with the whip nay nay. difficult to come with an outright answer what's made me a better dancer from the beginning it has been variety would be an excellent element mm. to mention um virtuosity I'm going on there quite lucky to have um studied quite a few different dance styles from a young age i know because i went to watch her in the show um, irish dance i yeah i did i did river what? dance um, as a tap piece it was um <laughs> So were you in tap shoes? I was in tap shoes, yes. But was everyone else in? No. Was were, everyone it in was, tap it shoes? It was a it was a tap piece of reference to um, river dance. River dance, right? See, I was I just genuinely thought you were all busted out of some Irish dancing. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. I am not an Irish dancer. No, but, but you had me fool. <laughs> you had me. One of, one of my teachers um, did study that uh, Irish dancing and river dance, so uh... it was like, I want to blend that in. So. Um, that was one of the, that was one of the things I did. Wow. Yeah, I've studied, I've done tap and like modern jazz and also contemporary. Yeah. Um, both at a different dance school and with MKDT as a company. Yeah. And more recently, Delta Senior Classical. I I think that's definitely made me a better dancer. Just being able to do so many different things because everything interlinks. Yeah. There's other things as well where obviously different styles will lend to different it's like cross training have you ever done like cross fitness where like they blend different fitness styles together if you yeah. train in different dance styles you're gonna hit it's just thinking muscularity wise anyway mm -hmm. you're gonna hit different points in your body anyway Both so that's gonna make you a better dancer as well because you're just gonna have access to different flows and different rhythms yeah. and different parts of muscularity that if you hadn't ventured that way you wouldn't have 
so you would be able to explore that like you either you either go in I'm gonna master this one or I'm gonna learn a couple and really build a strong base and almost form my own way of doing things out of that and I think either of those work completely fine mm. either of those I think make totally. really strong dancers yeah so and obviously there's always that thing of in the industry the more you know the better mm. but if you can if I mean to be honest I'm I don't I'm never gonna judge someone if they've only ever done one style if you yeah. can work out a brilliant arabesque i'm gonna have that yeah I'm <laughs> to. in honesty I, I feel like becoming a better dancer is also about finding your strength mm. and where you perform best or what you love most yeah like knowing so. where the limits lie as well yes well and obviously don't shy away from maybe styles or moves yeah. that you're like oh i've never done that before or i've never given that a try I or i'm not too totally sure i encourage that. you to go for it give it a go however it expands your your dancer palette as, yeah. as they might say <laughs> but also at the same time knowing where your limits are and knowing where your strengths are can really help you maybe track a map where you can move forward your goals in eventually yeah. becoming a better dancer and becoming the dancer yeah. you want to be because dance is particularly difficult in knowing where you are yeah. Especially when you're training, I think. Like, it's not really now till I've got a bit older and I've realised, like, you know, me even successfully doing one backwards roll is a big thing for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. That is, that is like it's me, that's, my, that's a good dance day. It's a good dance that's day. That's me being a better dancer that day. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's me knowing where my limits lie mm. and knowing when I'm making improvement. Yeah. And I think as well, knowing where you can make improvements helps you guide yourself to becoming a better dancer because yes. if you don't know where yes. to improve you won't know where to start yeah it's finding the right balance between like like finding that progress and those highlights that deserve to be praised and also like not picking yourself apart to the point where it's like very damaging yeah. but finding those gaps to keep moving and keep tracking yeah in your progress in your own healthy route. balance yeah healthy balance but it also comes down to like what's made helped me improve a lot especially is the way in which you you approach a class the way in which that you approach yeah. coming to a dance class i think mm. often more than not a lot of people turn up because most people obviously people say well if you don't turn up you'll never get better but there's a difference in turning up physically and being present there's a massive difference mm. you can't just expect to suddenly become better if you come in and you're away with the fairies of Neverland. Like, if you're it, going to engage in the content, it is difficult to progress along with yeah. what you're doing, you know? Yeah, and it's always those people in the industry that really take special care in being present in class and feeling their body. And that's a big one as well mm. learning your body and how it feels yeah. and listening. I feel that's a really difficult thing for young people coming into dance is learning to listen to this vessel <laughs> it's so tricky even so now going with that mindset of i can only bring my best mm. and yeah unfortunately sometimes in the dance world sometimes people may feel like my best isn't good enough but often more than not if you don't try you'll never know if it's good enough yeah and that's the difference between just being a dancer and being a good dancer being a better dancer is mm. just try 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 like give it a go see what happens if and, and ultimately it's all a learning experience at the end of the day yeah of course it helps like 
being in a supportive environment so that mm. you can feel like you're able to try new things because sometimes it can feel pressured in the wrong way and just like too much and upsetting which mm. is fine everybody has those days when it's just too much and where you are is enough for you yeah good it, it really helps when you have people around you who guide you to become a better dancer mm. within yourself and within a community or group yeah i think it's also one of those situations where i, ha I had a really fun fact so I can't, no, genuinely, this really, this is a really interesting fact that my old sick form tutor used to Ooh. tell me, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> if this is the one thing I took away from sick form, it's this. They said, you end up, or you are influenced by the five people that you deem the closest. So essentially, the five people that you surround yourself with will be the combination of what you become because those are your influences. Mm. So if you surround yourself with five people who maybe don't have a mindset where give it a go, give it a try, you know, we're, we're here to support you, then that's gonna hold you back because then you're gonna start having that mindset. It's like with fears as a child, yeah. like parents don't like realize it per se, but yeah. the way you react to something is really beneficial, like on the onto the child, it really yeah. translates. Cause that's something I'll give like, I've, I've never been a floor work suspension queen. Anything where my bum is above my head is like... <laughs> yeah, I've never been a handstand girl no, either. No, um, The last time yeah. I checked, the cheeks were meant to be firmly planted on the floor. That, was, <laughs> no. that is my comfort. But being in this environment and being in MKDT, it's... I, I, don't, I don't know what it was, but I just knew that I was in... A safe place i knew that i was in the right place i was surrounded by the right people and i know a lot of people will turn around and say in the industry a lot of tough love is where you see improvement and where the best dancers are but you can't learn to embrace tough love if you haven't experienced that it's genuine nurturing em like emphasis first because otherwise Sport. you burn out yeah. and that's the longevity of it the best dance you can be is one that isn't burnt out because yeah. when you're burnt out, I mean, I went through a period of being extremely burnt out in my A-levels and doing MKDT and all of the dancing that I do. And I was, for a lack of a better word, I'm alive, but I'm dead. I'm alive, but I am dead. You were like, exhausted. I was genuinely, and I remember being in a lesson with Owen and he just turned around to me and he said, you look exhausted. Like, go home have a rest and do you know as someone who finds it really difficult to just take a break like having someone like that mm. has made me improve so much being better at self-care is really important oh yes. like so becoming a better dancer to become sense. yeah because ultimately the best dancer you, you can be is a healthy dancer it's a happy dancer it's a dancer that isn't constantly feeling like Oh, I'm, I'm going to be crucified if Constantly I've done this. Feel like they're not enough. Yeah, con like that that constant presence of, and I feel like that's what can spur a lot of the a lot of the industry negative connotations. That whole thing, like dancers are jealous, dancers are drama queens, dancers yeah. are they're just exhausted, babe. They're just <laughs> exhausted. It's not, it's not an inviting um, no. outlook is it to have on this industry. That they can be. It's 
Yeah. It's quite sad, actually, that yeah. people see it like that. Like, yeah. sure, um, tough love and pressure is definitely something that can have a positive output if it's used yeah. in a way that's not scary. It's taking or... leaps of faith with the right people. Yes. Not plunging into a pool of sharks. Yeah. That is... Yes, yes. That is the difference. And it's, it's measured risk, in a way. It's, yes. It's learning where you can push yourself but know that you've got a good support system in place. Yes. A better dancer is someone who looks out for that help and support. It, yeah. It doesn't have to be, of course it's about your journey, but it doesn't have to be solitary. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, and something that I really, I'm quite glad to see change in our industry is, and what I'm actually quite proud to have necessarily in a British ballet per se, with the Royal Opera House and Birmingham, we've got and like Birmingham Royal Ballet and even in like the ballet education schools, there's a lot more focus now on dancer health and um, proper rehabilitation. And yes. that is what makes dancers better. It's that, and it's because it proves that you can have a career with longevity. It proves that mm. you can have a career despite injury. You can come back, you can bounce back better than ever. A better dancer is a healthier, happier dancer. For me mentally anyway. and physically mentally and physically at the end of the day as master ugwe once said you are not learning to become me you are learning to become yourself and that is what every dancer should aspire to you're not learning to be your teacher you're not learning to be your your dance idol as important yeah. as they are for motivation and always have goals always have things that you're working towards because inspiration and motivation can it's a good mindset to have it can push you far but it's also knowing that you're dancing your journey so you become yourself. A better version of you, you as a dancer. The you part is very important. It's very it's a very individual journey. And yes. it's just yeah, embrace that. Embrace that. Mm. I think the Reach Master Ugo today. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Watch well, Come Through Panda as an adult because it really <laughs> changes. No, it no. changes everything. And Dance is an art at the end of the Dance day. Dance is an art. Perform it, project, you yeah. know, show the uh, other people that you like it. It's individualistic. So, yeah. Surely, like, there are, there are different pieces of art that aren't to people's tastes, if you will. Yeah. So, sure, maybe they will only compliment or focus on other things. That doesn't mean stop working for it. That doesn't mean. That, that's not an insult it's it's just you know yeah it, it's so individual and so like pure to you yeah just be kind to yourself be kind be kind oh. that's 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 goodness me. if, if the wise old aged <laughs> as the wise old aged of mkdt if the one thing i could turn around and say is the oap is be kind be kind to yourself be kind to others you can go very far as a dancer by just being kind mm -hmm. be yeah. kind like and that's the one thing is the minute that you are kind to yourself kind to others show that you are a, a team player a team player people want to work with you people yes. want to have you in their space yeah and it's yes. the same here at mkdt everybody here works together so lovely so lucky yes <laughs> so like and i wish it wasn't a matter of we're lucky. I just wish that was standard. I wish that for yeah. people coming into dance, that could be 
everyone's experience. everybody's experience like we're not naive we know that's not everybody's experience mm. we know that sometimes dance can be a very intimidating thing to walk into and this is why it's so important just to be kind to yourself even if you're walking into a, an environment in the industry that isn't necessarily so kind if you can just be kind to yourself you can work through a lot you can learn a lot and you can learn a lot about yourself because that's the most difficult thing i think is learning about yourself and the things that you need to improve on but the things that you know accepting what you can do as well and yes. yeah be 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 proud of yourselves you've worked hard yes. pretty good as a whole um the dance industry is really positive and yeah. that's the sort of impact um you as yourself want to have on younger people and there are lots of opportunities out there to support each other and grow yeah. uh, as an individual and as a group, which of course makes you a better dancer. Absolutely. Improving and putting yourself out there. Work, work as a team. Mm. You know, you're surrounded by dancers, if, unless you take private lessons, which lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> Go off, Maddie. We love that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's then be your own team. If you take private lessons, be your own team, be your own cheerleader. But yeah, if you if you know like we have here at the company, if you have at your own studio, you will be in a class. That is your team. That is the people that you are yes. working with to become better, to improve, and have fun ultimately. And like when it comes to things like show weeks, there's nothing more important than feeling that team and being in a that team. Trust. Yeah, we always have. We have this um, mantra. <laughs> oh yeah. Nothing can go wrong if we, we work, work as, as a team. team, which, sure, off the bat sounds cringy, but if you <laughs> really think about it, someone it, call the cringe it, police. It's totally, it, if you let it sink in, it, it means everything, Yeah, really. The um, trust and the kindness and the support, if that's there, then nothing can really go wrong. No. Nothing on stage can go that wrong if someone's there to catch you, if someone's there to help you pick back up or mm. if there's nothing that can go back go wrong massively backstage if people are willing to support and give their kindest selves yeah you will find a place that you love and a place that you enjoy could be yes. here come along give it a go but, um, <laughs> it it makes you a better dancer in the sense that you are reliable that's a massive thing in the industry mm. be reliable there's yes. nothing be, be reliable and be present mm. because there is so many opportunities that you can pick up where somebody goes oh I can't be here today and someone just sees you at the back of the room and goes you do you know it and then they yes. go, and you have to go yeah because <laughs> you do know it but if you would have gone no then you could have missed well, out on a massive on. opportunity yeah. there's a ballerina Kathy that Catherine Morgan Mm. I wanna, I wanna say she, she might be Catty Morgan or some. I think it's Catherine Morgan. Um, she talks about how she actually got to dance Juliet with New York City Ballet simply because of the fact that she was just in the room. The Juliet was out, and they went, "Do you know the choreography?" Yes. And she went, "Yeah." And they went, "Great, let's put you in." She was like, "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> Don't, like, correct me if I'm wrong, that's what I remember from that video anyway. It might not be New York City Ballet, sure. that might be another ballet, but I definitely remember she said something along those lines. But it's opportunities like that. Yeah. Like, be reliable, because choreographers love reliable people. Yes. Know your choreo, know the counts, 
just be present, be alert, and it can get you so far as a dancer. Mm. Because you may have the most wonderful lines, you may have the most brilliant turns. If you can't remember when you've got to do those turns, that's <laughs> that's that's a bad one. That's you. gonna be tricky. That's gonna be tricky to get through. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's the one thing that ultimately I've heard, especially here at MKDT, people thrive under is just being reliable. You know, people being trusted with extra responsibilities simply because they are reliable. They can, they show up, they are here, they know their stuff. And that works just the same in the industry. Think of dance and being a better dancer as like a toolbox. You always need to be a problem solver. <laughs> always need to be a problem solver. For yourself and for others, you know, if you can. Yeah. You're yeah. obviously, obviously going to have a few tools that you don't have because not everybody can have a full toolbox. That's where your limits no. lie. But you can... Ultimately, whenever somebody poses you a problem, but that's a director, a choreographer, you can go, I've got this to fix it, or I've got <laughs> that to fix it. Like, you know, you know your stuff, you know, they know that they can trust you with that. And that, yes. that is a big, 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 big thing. Just, you definitely have those assets as a dancer. Mm, you know you do. Yeah, just be reliable. <laughs> like, there's, there's, and, it, and that doesn't just necessarily apply to just being in the dance industry, that just applies generally in the performance industry it, it applies in any industry the more reliable you are the more likely you're going to be scouted scouted the more likely you're going wanted. to be trusted yes because trust is a massive thing you know quite and, and everybody knows the tale the arts industry is a little bit underfunded so they need to know that you're going to be there you're going to be present you're going to know what yeah. you're doing no matter what no matter yeah. what and it gets put through a lot in the years yeah you know it can be really tricky yeah so if there if there is one 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 major thing i could recommend reliability <laughs> be reliable someone who i think would be very important to bring into this conversation though is our one and only amy jarrett so we're still carrying on with the interviews of course it yeah. wouldn't be the podcast without them yeah so we're going to pose our very big question to our uh, very special Amy, and we are going to see what she thinks, what it, what does it mean to be a better dancer? What does it take to be a better dancer? I am so excited I'm to have Amy on. I'm really Yay! excited. <laughs> it's been a long while since we've had Amy on, so yeah. I think she's excited. She, she genuinely begged me to be back on the podcast. So I um, hope we have fun. I couldn't be happier. I'm, Let's I'm, go. I can't wait to have her back on. It's not like I was forcing her to not come on the podcast. Like, yeah, you are barred. It's not that at all. Uh, it's just how it's worked out. But yeah. Um, so yeah, excited to have her back on. And let's get into let, it. Let's get into it. Right. So we are here with the one and only Amy Jarrett. Um, Hello. How exciting. I know the fact me and Fiona were just talking about how this whole podcast series was going to be on video but um we we had a bit of nostalgia why not hop back on zoom for a little bit and catch up with one of our favorite gals why not oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to since the last time we talked to you on the pod that was like ages ago that was yeah, all the way last back time in peter, peter pan, pan era yeah whoa that was a long time so yeah so obviously peter pan tinkerbell that was amazing best experience ever and then <laughs> since then sleeping beauty i did my gcse's as well and then in the summer had some youth company stuff did the gala in october yes. started my a levels and then r and j and now i'm here still doing a levels <laughs> yay <laughs> 
Unfortunately, that's not changed. <laughs> no. <laughs> so just a whole bunch of craziness, really. Just yes, a lot. <laughs> Sounds like you've just been a fairy a lot recently. Yeah, lots of fairying. That's all. Just fairy after fairy, and then yeah. death. Yay. <laughs> Poor gal. <laughs> Owen likes killing me. <laughs> Thrown around at every yeah. angle. But just how are you? How are you doing generally? Like, obviously, you just you've said that you took your GCSEs. You're now on your A levels. It sounds like you're up to a lot of dance stuff. So, how's that taking a toll on your mental health? <laughs> <laughs> My mental health. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> are we really gonna say it like on this question? I don't need to answer that. <laughs> no, just, how are you doing? How are you doing? Genuinely. Well, no, because hear me out. Because, like, most people, when you say, like, how are you doing? People just go, yeah, I'm yeah, fine. fine. Say, like, yeah. How is it taking the toll on your mental health? People go, oh. <laughs> the way you said that was so much calmer, though. <laughs> you were like, how is that taking a toll on your mental health? <laughs> Genuinely, so. I am actually very good. Uh, with A levels, it started off fine because I didn't have too much work. And then it started getting a lot more. And I was taken back a bit because all three of my subjects, for reference, I do biology, chemistry and psychology, are all very content heavy. So that was a lot. Mm. However, mm. I've also done more dancing this past term and now than I have before because I'm doing five days where I'm doing dance a week and I used to only do four. But yeah. that's been really good because I get to actually do what I enjoy outside of school it's like better balance for me. So I actually mm. am very good. Yay. That's what we like to hear. I'm to hear Yay. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I, weirdly enough, that's what I found was doing my A-levels. Now I am out of the trenches. Um, <laughs> it was actually doing extracurriculars that I found really helped yeah. because I, I know what I'm like. I'm such a procrastinator. If I don't have a deadline, if I don't have something set, that like, I just won't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and... I know I have things in a week that I'm going to. So like dance or there's a show or there's something that I'm doing. I know I have to plan my stuff around it. Otherwise, it's just not going to get done. So, yeah, I totally agree in the sense of like doing more dance as you're doing something like that really helps. Also, on top of the other things like keeping healthy, feeling happy, like all of that sort of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, there's always that disclaimer of on shows done by mkdc around this time of year of we understand you have exams right yeah <laughs> it will work it's we're gonna we be promise. able to shape it in a way that will be beneficial for you yeah i mean that's the good thing about i think fields of cupid this time is the way that it's well, it's probably not better for you amy you're there all day. <laughs> i'm there all the time <laughs> yeah the nature of your role is a bit um i'm here like yeah <laughs> uh, i was gonna say it's better for us because we get you know, half the time. Half the day. Of, no, you don't. See her all the time. She's very productive. <laughs> well, at least you're enjoying it. That's, that's yeah. the whole point. Is that's good. As long as you're enjoying it, it's worth it. Yeah. If you weren't enjoying it, I'd be concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome. Well, I'll say I've already welcomed you to the pod, but welcome to the new and improved Inter MKDT. This Whoa. is exciting. Um, and just. I've seen the new banner. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That, was, that took me for ages. Bit of into mkdt law here but um Whoa. i genuinely I, I don't think i've ever got more frustrated with cropping in my life <laughs> like do does does anybody realize how asymmetrical an a4 sheet of paper is <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> off. what like 
it's so off like and like you'll line things up and then it will be on center but then the photos that you put in that should put it like you put in and will line up don't line up with the edge oh and i'm like why not why don't you line (laughs) up and then when i put the the logo in to the like the anchor platform cropped half of it off anyway oh so i i like i worked so hard on like making sure the color scheme was right there was enough like purples and reds and greens and god didn't care great <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> oh. all the effort gone Pain. <laughs> matt that's my first world problem of today really we're into the new stages of mt and kdc here right first episode in we're hitting it hard yeah not gonna lie but we're mm. going to go straight in with the question of the episode. Bang. Which is, what does it take to be a better dancer? Ooh. Ooh, deep. Yeah. I think the number one thing that I would say is diligence. I personally think that because there's... Obviously, motivation is really important. Sometimes you can get into a place where motivation is lacking. So, say, if... <laughs> I, if I was gonna, yes. I, <laughs> I was thinking about like I I need to do this stretching like every day because that's gonna help me improve my flexibility. Yes, that's gonna help me be a better dancer. Yes, but if my motivation's not there, if I have diligence to say I am going to do it every day and I keep doing that, then that's going to make me become a better dancer because like if you're speaking practically, that's like more of a mental thing. If you're speaking practically, then obviously working as hard as you can, like doing your stretching, doing your exercises, going to lots of classes, doing your ballet, and in the lessons, being really concentrated and working smarter, Mm. not harder. Um, I think that's really important because I was... (laughs) Lots to say here. I was thinking the other day, (laughs) sometimes you can get frustrated about something going wrong in a lesson and you keep doing it over and over again until you get it right but you need to think about the corrections and how you actually do the step instead of just doing it over and over again to actually improve so working smarter not harder in lessons I think is really important and then also even though it's not about technique say it's performance I strongly believe helps you become a better dancer yes i'm a performer advocate yes (laughs) because you extend those counts yeah (laughs) do it all even in your lessons just listening to the music taking it all in and performing as if you were on stage in your lessons really really helps i think that Mm. is something that I really try to do mm. a lot at MKDT as well. When I'm in neoclassical class, I'm always thinking, what can I do to make this look more interesting? Because yes, you can have all the technique in the world and that makes you a good dancer. However, it's about watchability and performance makes that happen. If you're just doing nothing with your face or no mm. artistry going on, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, you probably have really <laughs> lovely feet. Sure, but <laughs> logging off. <laughs> no, it it is as simple yeah. as performing like a foot warm up. Yeah, just little little yeah. bends, little tonjus, as if you are on stage. That is that's what I find so much fun about um MKDT classes on stage in show week as well. Yeah, yeah. So you're able to project and just go through the motions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as well, like what you th- what you're saying in terms of 
being diligent and almost having that discipline to like I know what I'm like in class I I ask a thousand questions some of them completely irrelevant that's good though yeah you're that I, girl. I am. No, I, I am the. I, I am asking a question for attention, girl. I am. I am that queen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not really, but I'm kidding. So it's. It's that I. I can. I can. I completely agree that you have to just keep going. You have to. Um. Yeah. There's. There's always going to be a mental block. There's always going to be things that frustrate you, but you just have to know that it's all part of the process. It's how it Yeah, it's like the end goal. It's like yeah. knowing, it's reminding yourself of what you want to achieve and what you want to do because mm. dance is like what you actually really love. So yeah. sometimes motivation can get in the way in the moment, but then like you just remind yourself what you actually love doing. Yeah. I mean, you mood, you mood board, don't you? I, I love seeing your little yes. March things pop up on your stories. It's already like... Thanks. <laughs> The goals it's, list is there, and I'm yeah. so here for it. <laughs> I I live Thanks. for that. Goal set, goal setting is definitely extremely important, even if it's down to like yeah. a really minuscule thing. <laughs> I do a lot of goal setting. Uh, actually, I before Fields of Cupid even started, I have a thing called Notion on the web on the right. internet. I've always yeah. wanted to know yeah. how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I plan my life on, and I have a Notion page goals that I want to achieve in fields of Cupid and things that I want to do and you know the end goal what I want to look back and be proud of to help me motivational queen give it up for Amy Jarrett yeah (laughs) that's immense (laughs) always wanted to know how to do that so cool. no no <laughs> sorry <laughs> just maybe, no that's all right a- amy give fiona a masterclass afterwards and then you can, like <laughs> post fiona's little notion the thing on somewhere we'll 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 showcase it oh yeah little mood board but yeah i mean would you recommend people going out and goal setting do you think it's helped you become a better dancer personally yeah i really do think it does because it just even like small manageable goals over time and like looking back so say if I set a goal for next month and looking back on the progress that I've made in that month it really spurs you on to set more goals and achieve more and work even harder so I really would recommend it if you don't do it already (laughs) I'm pleased we're bringing this up actually because you see so much on like social media people using like lists of goals for academic achievements and things like that but you don't see it often for dance or something more mm. art like if you will because it, it can be difficult to yeah what's the word you know when you put something theoretical into like a, a listable form <laughs> so i thought you'd yeah. know the word for this danny yeah <laughs> like sometimes it's difficult to um confine an art to a list so there's not necessarily a specification as to how you achieve being yeah, a dancer totally. it's just mm. you learn there's a there's a whole world mm. <laughs> <laughs> like you you've mentioned before is this something that you want to take professionally is this something that you want to do for the rest of your life <laughs> I actually have had a conversation with owen about this the other week but basically i'm in a bit of a predicament because I'm obviously a very academic person doing my A-levels. I could go into a career into science because that's what my A-levels are and be very successful. However, the other argument is that I don't know whether that's going to make me very happy in life. Part of me just wants to 
go into dance and I am scared of failure yes I am I'm scared of failure in anything but like that's what I really enjoy and really have a passion for so have to balance out what like what success actually means to me does it mean (laughs) making money and being rich or does it mean having a life that I am really happy with so I'm a bit on the fence at the moment is what I would say to that I mean what, right, I'm going to say something. Oh, goodness. And I'm not trying to inspire fear or anything. <laughs> but, Great. No, 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 no. But would, <laughs> would you... You've obviously said there that you've got a bit of a fear of failure. But would you consider not trying for a dance career a bit of a failure on yourself? Yes, this is what I do think as well. Because I've spoken to Owen and I've spoken to other dance people and they do say to me like you have got what it takes and there is potential there for it to go far Mm. and for me to work and all of that I think I just am scared that it's not going to happen but yeah I think it would be a failure if I didn't try that's why at the moment I really am putting in a lot of work like I'm coming to dance five days a week Mm. and the days I'm not at dance I'm doing like lots of exercises and stretching and stuff yeah so yeah I think definitely it's coming from the wise and old age of one year older. I feel like <laughs> it's it's one of those situations where you really do sit there and you panic. You panic because you have expectations of what everybody thinks you're going to do. You have expectations of what, you know, life just necessitates. You know, you, unfortunately, we live in a world fueled by money. We are, and especially at our age, we are constantly, we're, we're, we are constantly being made aware of, you know, you're, you're growing up in quite a difficult financial time. And I just think, to be honest, even if it, even if we were in a good financial time, right, would that make any difference as to how you would do in a career that you're miserable in? No. Even if you're making loads of money, would that, really make you happy and that's the one thing I would really recommend is never like unless you are genuinely like like the financial side of things is definitely a thing that you need to think about obviously consider that I'm not saying you know become a professional skydiver if that really isn't going to help you um (laughs) but you're young enough to go out and do what you want to do now when you're older and you know people are like you know you've got more bills to pay you've got more this to pay that's when maybe you need to go <laughs> but 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 now you're young and girls just want to have fun so do what you need to do so true do, do, like and honestly yeah. people I you know in, in my gap year that's the one thing I've noticed is people don't care what you do people don't end up caring what you do which is so ironic because you've just spent the last 18 years of your life with people caring what you end up doing and then they don't care it's yeah and the only person that will care is you so do what you feel will make you happy. And if that is chasing money or going down a financial route, do that. Because that's certainly what my brother did. He had no interest on in doing a job that made him happy. He just wanted the moolah, which, fair enough. <laughs> fair fair enough. enough. Chase that bad king. Like, do what you need to do. <laughs> but it still made him happy. That was the main premise, is that was what made him happy. I had to take a year out to find what would make me happy. And now that I found something that's made me incredibly happy that's what I'm going to chase I know for a fact I'm going to be eating rice and beans like I'm when I'm a celebrity for the next year (laughs) so what yay I'm happy I could be eating a five course meal doing a law degree right now and I'd be miserable so do what you need to do that is what I will say don't don't ever live your life thinking what if 
Yeah. Never sit there going, oh, what if I, like, what if I did, you know, follow that dance career? What if I went to that audition? What could have happened? Or even, what if I just tried a little bit harder in that class one time? Or what, like, never, never leave the opportunity for somebody or yourself to say, what if? Because that's what, I think that's something that I had to learn myself and really instill into my mind. And what I think made me a better dancer personally was I had to learn what if. And also as well, your career is something that it fluctuates. Just because you want to do, be a dancer now doesn't mean that you will do it all of your life. Just because you want to do science now doesn't mean you can't be a dancer later on or do something dance related later on. Who knows? One day you may wake up and go, I'm going to be a cleaner. I'm going to be the greatest cleaner of all time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the one thing that doesn't change, no matter what you do, no matter who you meet, is how happy you are. So that is what I would recommend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've talked a lot. Fiona, ask something. <laughs> can I ask? No, I was about to... Can I ask? You've, you've come to the point of a bit of a crossroad, I guess. I was just wondering, so... You would have had experiences both within your dance career and throughout life that would have moulded you up to this point as a dancer. What is What experiences, both through dance and through other life, have, have moulded you into a better dancer or made you want to push that career choice further, maybe? Ooh, I like this question. <laughs> it's a tricky one. Yay! <laughs> I think probably the main event that... I would say has made me want to do dance would be joining NKDT. Oh, like hand on heart, not even just saying that because I'm here doing the podcast. Yeah. I actually <laughs> do mean that. Like, really, I do. E- every show, I'm just like, afterwards, I just want to do dance all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I want to do. And being part of the youth company, knowing that. Owen sees that potential in me and getting to work with such amazing dancers who all have really big passion for what they do that really does spur me on and just makes me feel at home and like I want to be in that kind of environment where everybody just loves to dance it's just great so I actually do think I'm KDT especially Peter Pan really helped because that was just such a such a good experience it really was yeah I just loved being Tinkerbell it was such a privilege and even the tapper in Sleeping Beauty because obviously tap and jazz and musical theatre is another world beyond like beside MKDT that I love a lot and being able to do that on the stage again was really really great and just set a fire under that We had a conversation where we were talking about progress and how you wanted to come back on the podcast and, you know, discuss your progress. So what, like, specific progress would you say that you've made since the last time that we've spoke? Not just in, like, how you dance, but but also, like, in your mindset and things that you now practice to make sure that you're getting results and doing better. Uh, So one thing about mindset especially is understanding that perfection doesn't exist I can be very self-critical now I I do like realize that perfection doesn't exist and it's about making progress because I think because I work harder now than I have before I don't focus on results as much so results and perfection as much I result I 
focus on seeing progress instead. Dance-wise, what I feel like I've improved on first and foremost is my technique. I feel like my technique has improved a lot with the teaching at MKDT and also now coming to RLSB. Ballet has never been my strong point. I started ballet a lot later than I started other dance styles. First style I did was tap, so kind of different world. (laughs) But I feel like I have improved a lot and I feel that neoclassical, taking elements of that into my classical technique has also really helped. Just being more free and that also comes into the mental aspect of not wanting to be perfect because that's not a thing just being more free and allowing myself to open up and try new things even just in classes really helps so and also if I look back from Peter Pan when I did Tink Solo and then how I did it in the gala in October I feel like that was a real progression. I have seen that. And watching back, um, I watched back Pandora, like <laughs> bits of Pandora the other week. <laughs> saw, saw myself in that. And then seeing R&J, the filming of R&J, that just solidifies the fact that the progress that I've made at my time at MKDT especially, is, it's been grand. <laughs> so not only have we seen... Uh a technical improvement in terms of video and such and such. The games have seen uh, an improvement. So people will actually be able to see us playing a game. What I thought would be super fun and cool is obviously we are talking about progression and the theme that I thought we could just do is just about dance, just things that we enjoy, things that, you know, we don't maybe enjoy so much, but Hey, we still do. So I took a bit of inspiration from our dear YouTubers and their tier lists. And today we're doing a tier list. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God, this This is is brilliant. I love this. (laughs) So (laughs) this is great. (laughs) Essentially, what we will be doing is we are doing a tier list on dance scenarios. Okay. And... The, your your rankings, so your um, tiers are, we have as our top tier, it's a turn day. Oh, yeah. Solid. Mm. It's a turn yeah. day. This is like a good day, yes. right? Our tier underneath that is cheeky suspended double. Nice. So it's not as good as like that float in a triple, but it's still pretty snazzy. Yeah. We've got our neutral tier. So this is like a, mm, I could live with that. Um, and this is feeling on balance. Mm. That's that's our neutral tier. That's yeah. the that's just standard. That's just standard dance antics, standard dance behaviour. And then we've got our tier underneath that, which is I'm alive but I'm dead. Nice. Um, <laughs> so true. Which I thought was appropriate. And then our final tier is just simply no. Yeah. <laughs> it's that thing that you look at in the studio and just go no. So. I have some little topics, some things that my, people may say, and we're gonna and Amy, you're gonna rank them for us. Okay. <laughs> which which is gonna be snazzy. So our first one up is classical variations. Um, I am gonna go <laughs> for. I'm gonna go for a live but dead one. <laughs> <laughs> my reasoning behind it. Okay, my reasoning is. 
not necessarily am I a classical dancer, plus lots of classical variations tend to be on point. Mm. Therefore, <laughs> not the greatest. <laughs> and the next one is cold floor. Oh, no. No? no. Is that going straight in a no? <laughs> Bottom. Yes. I hate nothing more than cold floor or stretching on a cold floor <laughs> and then your feet are cold so your feet are awful i hate it <laughs> they don't bend they don't <laughs> they no, don't they're just like <laughs> it's just like crippled <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay next one is and this is what someone might say now go and work out how to reverse it oh now you see I am actually quite good at this. This is like my hidden talent. Though it's not like the greatest thing in the world. You are efficient. I won't lie. Thanks. I I can actually do this. However, (laughs) when it is turns and you have to reverse the turns on the other side, I'm not really not not a fan of that. So I'm going to put that on on balance. On balance. Yeah. Cute. Yes. Sure. Okay. So... I don't know why I put this next one in. I just thought it would be... I think it's more of a personal peeve, really. But um, wearing dance shoes outside? Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, guilty have done in the past. So I think I'm going to put... Because that is horrible, especially tap shoes. Tap shoes outside and then you get stones in your tap shoes and you come back in and you've got little stones in your tap shoes get out of the studio now it is horrid um so tap shoes on like gravel or concrete the yeah but sometimes going outside in dance shoes it has to be done you know sometimes it has to be done so so we're going for a no no i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in alive but dead oh Okay. Just because sometimes it has to be done, even though not acceptable, but sometimes uh, guilty. So. <laughs> no, it's oh, the reason why it's a personal pet peeve for me is I remember one time I was in a studio no. and I know for a fact that people, and I can tell you exactly what class of people who do this the most, commercial people, <laughs> stop wearing your trainers outside. Yes! It's oh, because no! you trek your trainers outside, you bring them in, you do commercial. There was a commercial oh. class, I did acro after a commercial class i got a piece of glass in my foot i i i will end your bloodline (laughs) (laughs) extreme okay this is the thing right your your commercial indoor trainers cannot i I sound like a pe teacher no No. but your your indoor shoes cannot be your outdoor sort of shoes right okay then you're trekking little stones you'll like make the floral wet and soggy and dirty and gross ew and people have to put their hands on that Mm-mm. no oh. no no wear your plimp soles you must have different indoor and outdoor shoes but you yes <laughs> please for the sake of the studio <laughs> we need to get like mkdt booties just stop wearing oh, yeah. your shoes outside <laughs> Outside. <laughs> Stop going to the co-op in your ballet shoes. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if anyone's done that, but stop. Right. No, Me. I don't actually think anyone's done that, but still. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> still relevant. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> next one. High knees. Like the exercise high knees. Yeah. Mm. 
Good warm-up technique. Um, see, nothing... If you've put burpees in this list, nothing is as bad as burpees. <laughs> High knees is a good way of warming up. A uh, good way of, you know, if I'm going to do some stretching, do some high knees. Though I don't like them in a hit workout, but they're effective. So I'm going to put them in suspend on a double. Ooh. Yeah. Cheeky little suspension. Cheeky little high knee. Yeah. I would have put them in no. Oh, <laughs> We are different people. <laughs> I am a big detester of high knees. Wow. <laughs> high knees. High knees. You have to be wearing trainers for high knees to be good. Yeah. High knees when you're doing a hit workout and you're in like ballet shoes or socks. No. <clears throat> no. It, yeah, it's not really the vibe. No. In, in socks. No. It's that <clears throat> it's that feeling your yeah. arch like just crush against the floor that gets me. <laughs> 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 okay, this, this is really specific. Danny yeah. has had time to think. Over I could this, write she's been boiling I could over write this. a whole thesis <laughs> on why I am so against tinies. Like I just <laughs> a dissertation. <detest> them. <laughs> Right, next one. Wearing socks in ballet. Oh, well, I, I am guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Would do this. Um, socks are there for making my turns eat. <laughs> I like wearing socks. That's enough said. So, though I feel like a lot of people would disagree with me, um, in a ballet class environment, you know, maybe not, Ballet shoes is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Read but, the room, you know, I guess. You know, I might mm. have to, just for the turn factor, might have to put these in the... It's a turn <laughs> Owen, I think Jess rage. will agree with me on that. <laughs> Owen's going to rage, but Jess will back me up. <laughs> Honestly, that was... Do you know what? I was such an anti-sock person until I started doing humans. And now I'm like, hmm. You know, <laughs> socks are where it's at. No, but what I do is socks under my ballet shoes. <laughs> yeah, so so sock strong over here. Neoclassical, mm. neoclassical is built for a substantial sock. <laughs> like there can't be the little weak ones that like a little scratchy ones that have like the holes in the bottom. Okay. Yeah. But if the, if it's like a a sculpted, you know, slippery sock, those slides are really the slides. Yes. Hitting. The, the next tier list we do, we need to put, like, we need to take photos of everyone's socks and be like, who has the best turn socks? Like, this... No! Block <laughs> socks. We have oh. a discussion about this. Yeah, no, that's that's what we're going to be wearing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Block socks. Not spawn. Well, yeah, not spawn. Um... <laughs> I feel like when yeah. I put on the block socks, I look like, you know those when you put like boots on cats and they just like do that like weird <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's how I think so I look when I point shoes as well. <laughs> it's just that sort of like... Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like misery. I instantly go to like hind legs trying to kick them off. Like, Pure misery. <laughs> Pure misery. Next, next topic, next thing. Arriving late to class... No, that is instantly a no. I could never. <laughs> Number one, I just hate, hate that with a passion because I have to be early. If I am not early, then I'm not on time. Second of all, do you, does nobody else get immense FOMO? Like, yeah. I'm missing out. It's... Come on. <laughs> I can't be missing out. 
you get so much FOMO when you have to go early from rehearsals, let alone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So when I had, this is so irrelevant, but when I had my exam rehearsal in R&J and I like missed half of the class with Owen, I was like, no, no. I'm missing so much. No. I was like, mum, drive faster. quality content here. Yes. This is ridiculous. I need to be in it. This is why... This is why you find a way to become a staff member. That's what healed my FOMO. Because then you always have a reason <laughs> to be there. <laughs> no, they, see, this is why I I am loving being psych because I get to be in the humans rehearsal and in the angels rehearsal so I don't miss out on yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sure, it may be stressful for your schedule being there approximately eight hours of your day. However, However <laughs> it has its benefits. It heals the FOMO. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you will, I remember <laughs> Romeo and Juliet once. We were just doing like priesty stuff or whatever, but you got to go home early for once in your life. Then you were like, no, no, I want to stay. <laughs> but I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next one, I have a, I have a feeling I already know where this one's going to end up, but turns in tap shoes. Oh, that's at the top. Yeah, that is. Much. It's a turn day. <laughs> if you, I'll, I'll be in tap later. First thing I'll do is a turn. <laughs> it's just so fun. You could do so many. So, do you know what? Take a video, set, send it. I'll put it in the pod of you just doing <laughs> <laughs> me doing some turns. I mean. Have you seen Sophia Lucia? Oh, yeah. Her, however many turns she did. That was in tap shoes. So there we go. It's a turn day. It's a turn day. This next one is also going to end up in that one. Slides. Oh, yes. It's a turn day. I <laughs> love slides. Whenever slides come up in the choreography or in the class, that's my thing. I love them. <laughs> Carrying on, we have anything to the left. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> now, we have a bit of a problem here. So, yes. I am a lefty. My leg on the left is higher than it is on the right. Turning to the left, side eye. I don't really like that. <laughs> side so, eye. And leaps to the left is good. So I'm going to put that in on balance. On balance. Okay. Because turns are to the left are just really not the one. <laughs> That just bashes it down yeah, too yeah, tight. Yeah, for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Point work. Now, no. I'm not going to put this in no, because cold floor is a lot worse than <laughs> point work. So got, I'm going to be reasonable here. Yes, I'm going <laughs> to put that in not alive, but not dead. I'm alive, but I'm dead. Yeah, that one. <laughs> next thing is... Turns from open positions. Ooh. So... Mm, so that's things like arabesques. Oh, right, okay. That's crossed fourths, that sort of okay. thing. Turns, open positions. I'm going to put that in... Ooh. I'm going to put that in suspended double. Ooh. Because I do like yeah. a cheeky arabesque. Be careful there. what you say. Owen may put more of them in if you Hi, rank Owen. them too high. <laughs> Um, there's one. There's one. No, that, that's there's one right. turn that bumps this up. The turns at the start of Makushio solo, where I did that attitude into the attitude, they ate. Uh. So that's that's why they're there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, sometimes they can end up being a cheeky double turns from open things. So yeah. I think that I think that sits right. Next thing. I've I've did a lot of turns. I clearly thought that you'd have opinions I on do. turns. <laughs> <laughs> on the dawn turns. So where you're the ones where you're turning into yes. yourself, but with no fuete. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna put this on on balance. On balance. Because some sometimes I have very bad mental block when it comes to those turns. For some reason <laughs> I'm just like, okay, no, not gonna happen. But with a fuete, I can do them. So they're they're going there. For people listening, by the way, it just means that we like whip our leg when we turn. If you don't understand what we mean by fuete. Like, it's a cute little head start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next thing. Corner work. Oh, yes. It's a turn day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, side note, just Up to the corner. You. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, let's go to the corner. Yes, we will go to the corner. Absolutely. <laughs> I always love crossings as well. No, do you know what? Crossings from the corner, love. Crossings from the side stress me out. <laughs> yes. Oh my um, gosh. The technical floor work stuff. Yes. You know, it's the floor. And just like do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. And the next thing, quite a controversial one, adage. Oh. How do we feel about an adage? I am not the biggest fan of an adage. <laughs> I like what I do like about adage. The pros and cons. Pros. Normally the music is quite nice. Normally you can mm. add a lot of artistry, cute performance going on. Cons, mm. everything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's going in. I'm alive but I'm dead. I'm alive but I'm dead. <laughs> another, another quite controversial room splitter here. Allegro, but with beats. I'm a fan. I am a fan. I'm going to put that in suspended double. Because I, I like Allegro. I think I was conditioned by Tink to like Allegro with beats. <laughs> and I think I think it's just kind of fun. It's a fun little... Yeah. Yay. I like them. So, yeah, I put them there. Yeah. D- they, they can be difficult, though. I hate the crushing ankles. Yeah. Just the, mm. you know, that sort of crack you get sometimes. Yeah. I know that means I'm not doing it right, but... I don't think Fiona likes them. <laughs> Judging by Fiona's reaction, I'm not sure Fiona likes it. No, um, Beats send me into a personal downward spiral <laughs> crisis, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> no. I'm glad, I'm glad you had someone in their corner, you know. It's, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a... That's not a good day for me. Just don't look at me. Just look at everyone else in the class, not me. And then we'll be fine. Just leave me to struggle in the back corner, the okay? Back. Just leave me alone. Yeah. And then the next one is, it's quite a niche one, because we tend to do the more RLSB than we do at MKDT. Bounces. Ooh. Do you know what I mean Bounces by it? What, just... what I'm talking about? Yes. The... the, the... the, yeah, the these like the drills mm. the... so like you know like how you'd like have to do like it's like a inner oh amy's gonna give us a demonstration like oh, this it's it. like you have to the way owen describes it is like you're scooping out like a tub of ice cream and you have to like engage your core but then you just like sort of like scrunch. <laughs> <laughs> 
squeezing from all angles. <laughs> Bounces, I feel like I'm working my core. However, from a third person perspective, what are they what are they doing? <laughs> no. So I'm gonna um, they're not going in no, they're going in I'm a life button because they're not as bad as cold floor. <laughs> yeah, everything is everything is comparing to the bottom of the barrel cold floor cold, cold floor moment. Yeah, cold floor. Um <laughs> but let's let's be real, they're not they're not a they're not a stage worthy spectacle, are they, these bounces, but such is life. It has no. to be done. You said that now. Owen's gonna put like so many bounces. Owen, please, no. please, please, please. Owen, please. I beg no. please. And for your final one, okay, it is and yeah. it's something that someone can say one more time. Oh, also known as Big Fat Lie. Mm. Now, there are pros and cons to the one more time thing because it could be the last time. However, <laughs> if you mess up that time, if you mess up that time that they said one more time, there is hope <laughs> that you can do it again. <laughs> so I'm going to put one more time in on balance because mm. it's a mid. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when they say one more time and they're like there and then they ask you to do it again, you know, stamina. You know, you you got you got to yeah. get it going. Plus Come maybe on. If they said one more time and they want you to do it again, maybe they just loved watching it, so they just yeah, want to watch it again. Loved it yeah. so much. And we all love being here, and it's not late yeah. at night. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we don't keep doing things over and over again, how will we ever get better as dancers? And that, my friends, <laughs> is the link. <laughs> much amy for coming on fiona's rolling <laughs> thank you so much for coming on we you know it's been a pleasure i'm so happy we finally managed to get you back on it's been too long yes have you got any final thoughts anything you'd like to say before we hand back to just... myself and fiona in real life <laughs> <laughs> just thank you for having me and yeah it's been really nice to come back and be back on the podcast again it's been really fun too so yeah you can always catch up with Amy at the Fields of Cupid, which is, well, tickets are now available. Oh, yeah, come, come support us, come support Amy, and um, we shall catch you up in the rehearsal studio later on this Yay! week. And with that, that brings this first episode of Inter MKDT to a close. Fiona, first video episode, how do you feel? Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> thank goodness. Yay! Thank goodness. Thank goodness that is over. <laughs> I'm so glad to get into this new series. Me too. I feel like it's going to pose a lot more um, opportunities, a lot more interesting experiences to have yeah. with our guests. Hopefully, we might be able to get a few guests on live. Mm. And oh, goodness, I yes. can't wait to see what this next season brings. So, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you do everything that means that we can get more people in on the conversation. Yeah, keep no us matter, engaged. Yeah, yeah. No matter whether you're listening, no matter whether you're watching us, just make sure that you stay in tact, make sure that you stay in contact, make sure you keep giving us that good old love that we like to spread <laughs> around. Because at the end of the day, we love having you guys watch or listen with us yeah. and um, we want to have you part of the conversation. So to keep you part of the conversation, make sure that you have all of your notifications turned on yeah. so that when you're ready and if you're listening, you can download us straight to your phone or you are ready to come and watch us with your little tea and your little 
popcorn yeah. if you fancy popcorn. Level up, get those snacks in. Get those snacks in. We're breaking it down get this season. Get those cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> no mum included. Oh my god. <laughs> <Get>. <laughs> my mum is lovely, by the we way. Love, <laughs> love Mrs. Casey. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> but all in all, make sure that you are notified so that you can keep up with us. Keep up to date. Make sure that you're staying part of the conversation. Yeah, and make sure to engage with other platforms. Absolutely. So Instagram, TikTok, all under MK Dance Theatre. Yeah, and so is the Facebook page. Yes. Make sure that you follow us on there and make sure that you keep in contact, of course. Send us feedback or rate us. Give us, we, we love hearing what you guys maybe want to hear us do or yeah. what you've enjoyed or maybe what do you think it takes to be a better dancer? Do you think mm. that we've got anything wrong? What Do you, th- do you disagree yeah. with us? Add extra points. Add, Let us know. Give us a PEE paragraph <laughs> <laughs> about what yeah. you think it takes to be a better dancer because yeah. the more that we can have a conversation about this, I feel like it pro- proves more of an opportunity for people to take this advice on board or maybe take your own advice on board and we can all start improving together this is this is our community this is our team there is so many outlooks on this yes this is all of it yes this is the inter mkdt team yeah we're all in on this we are going to be better dancers by the end of this season every one of us okay of course even if you don't dance and you're you just watch us for the fun of it because you want to know what the dance world is like (laughs) you will also be a better dancer i'm not a human (laughs) let's go for it and also make sure that you buy your tickets for fields of cupid they are now available and you can come and see our lovely faces because you'll know our lovely faces i know so oh into episode Um, oh into episode into mkdt episode one done tick Tick. finished so we'll see you lovely people next week and in the meantime bye. bye